Hey, 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 it's Julie again. Uh, I've just been bopping around my um, house, my living room, my kitchen, my bathroom, jamming out to some 80s hair bands. And they're all talking about love in some way, shape, or form. And so I thought I would talk to you about love and all of it, everything that it means. Um, so first off, I touched on love in terms of currency and being your most powerful currency. And I said that was debatable and now I'm rescinding that. And I'm gonna tell you that it's not debatable. Love is absolutely the most powerful currency we have. Now, if you are just bopping around and you're not playing my uh, podcasts in order and you're just hitting on this one today, what do I mean by currency? I mean, the thing that you use that you give, you take, you receive, you um, the thing that gets you things. It's the barter chip, the, the, when you plug into the wall, the wall has a current running through it. And that is potential. When you plug in, it becomes kinetic. I think I've got that right. If my eighth and ninth grade science classes taught me correctly, if not, forgive me. Um, but that's what I'm talking about. It's what makes life kinetic, what gives and receives. And love is the most powerful of those. We, we think it's money, but it's not. It's love. Because here you go. How do I know this? Because you exist. And I don't mean that in the ethereal sense of exist and the spiritual sense. Um, might see my dog is chiming in. He says, yep, that's it. Um, it is that you exist at all. So your ancestors didn't leave your great, 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 great grandfather, grandmother, whatever, out to be stomped on those big woolly things with tusks. What are those things called? Heffalumps? Nope. That's Winnie the Pooh. Buffalo. Nope. That's another fictional thing. Narwhal. Nope. That's in the water. What the hell are those things called? They've got fur and tusks and, and I, Big Bird's friend was one. No, he wasn't one because he, no, he was a snuffleupagus. That's what he was. And Woolly Mammoth. Yes, we win. Okay. Woolly Mammoth. Your ancestors did not Leave you out with the woolly wit mammoths. Mammoth. Mm-hmm. Mammoth eye. Mammoths. Mam mammoths. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Y'all, this is absolutely stone cold sober, Julie. Mm-hmm. I am not drinking a thing. Haven't even had coffee. Believe that one? Okay. This is me. Some days. Anyway, <laughs> the woolly mammoth. They didn't leave you out to get trampled by the woolly mammoth. They didn't leave you to just be eaten by some beast. And if it's a younger generation, they didn't leave you out on the curb. And the reason they didn't do that, I mean, Jesus, think about what you were. You were a, a, a fluid-filled, spouting from both ends, diaper-filling, nappy-filling, crying bundle of incessant need-giving. If that is not proof that love is the most potent currency, I don't know what is. 
But then there's other forms of love. There's, like I said, look up the, look up the five, seven different types of love. Pardon me while I cough. <coughs> okay. So what a, love, that's a potent form of currency. But then we also have self-love. And that's a phrase that's been flying around for a minute now and um, has a lot of people confused, I think. What is self-love? There's the kind that you're worried that your mother would walk in on you on. <laughs> and your grandmother probably told you you'd go blind if you kept doing that. Well, that has its purpose. And, and definitely, um, if you are my younger audience, keep on with that. Pardon me. I have something stuck in my throat. <clears throat> Told you this wasn't going to be pretty. <clears throat> Told you this I'm not. This is authentic. Yep, I got something stuck in my throat. Something to say, I guess. <clears throat> and um, so, yeah, <laughs> back to my younger audience. Um, yeah, you're going to want to know all your bells and whistles before you have another operator of your machinery, if you will. Know what's going on. <clears throat> it's, uh, it'll prevent pregnancies. Trust me. They are not going to be a better operator than you are. So know your own stuff. Anyway, that's, that's one form of self-love. The other form of self-love that we've come to know is the one that says, go take a nice bath. Have a spa day, get a manicure, a pedicure, you know, the middle upper class white woman's type of idea of self-love. And those are nice too, but it's not really self-love. Self-love is about boundaries. It's about knowing where to end and where to begin, where, where your edges are and not allowing other people to take advantage of you. And this has to happen. We have to, in order to find our balance point, in order to find our boundaries, we have to get out of balance. So, God, I think the best example is falling in love. How many of us have fallen in love and watched all of our common sense just, <laughs> oh God, go right out the window. Yeah. <clears throat> mm, hindsight. Wow. That's a thing. So you have to get that far out of balance, you know, where you are so obsessed with somebody that you don't do anything with any of your friends. You don't go with your family. It's like that one person is it. Oh my God. And then you realize that they've been cheating on you or <clears throat> they're just not that into you or uh, who knows why it ended, but it ended. And then you go into this deep dive of horrific emotion and grief and mourning that loss. And you have to go to both ends of the spectrum before you go, oh, right. I was in there. I was in that relationship. Where was I? Where were my beliefs? Where were my things? What did I give up? What did I surrender? And if you are not actually taking responsibility for where you did this 
if they cheated on you and, oh, they're horrible and blah, blah, blah. Uh-uh, honey. Mm-mm. If they cheated on you, there was an opening for it to happen. You created an atmosphere where there was something that you were not doing. It takes two to tango. And a lot of people look the other way on cheating. They know it's happening. Yeah, you want to make that person the bad guy. <clears throat> well, whatever. There's a, whole nother, there's a whole nother level to that. But you got to get out of balance in order to realize what's in balance. So you go from one end of the spectrum to the other. And now you come back and renegotiate and say, oh, right. Okay. So now the next relationship, you say, I'm not going to do that again. And you might put up huge boundaries and that's going to cause problems. But you come back and you renegotiate again and, and so on and so forth. So boundaries, those are self-love. That truly is self-love because it keeps the toxicity at bay. And that can be another person. That can be a job. And people, I really want you to look at your work schedules because there's another currency that we think is, is it. We think <clears throat> nine to five, work it hard, you know, bang your head against the wall. You'll earn that dollar and then you'll be happy. No folks, not how it works. Uh, it's not how it doesn't work either. Sorry for the double negative grammar police. Um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta understand that why are you working? For what purpose? Typically, it's for love, for the support of your family, to be able to enjoy their company. And if you have settled, if you've done that thing that I told you about earlier, about addiction, where you settle for something and let's say it's in your relationship and you have a relationship that isn't working, my guess is you're going to pick up more work. You're going to dive into that which you feel powerful. You feel in control. So there's one example. And self-love is bringing that back. It's understanding that you might have the money. You might have the job. You might have the, the things. But if you don't have love, you don't have anything. And... <clears throat> If you just have a person, that isn't love, necessarily. And again, it's not not love. But you've got to decide. You've got to look at your edges, at your colors, at your patterns. Does this fit? Does this not fit? Is it workable? Can you rework it? I don't know. But self-love is knowing your boundaries. And it's taking responsibility for your edges and your colors and your patterns. So that was my brevity on love and self-love. And I hope I'm giving you something to think about. And um, I think that's it for now. Until next time, you're in charge. <laughs>